It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last just... Well, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavis, licensed nutritionist. And Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company providing life-changing nutrition education and counseling. Today, we're going to talk about anxiety. You know, it may surprise you that anxiety is the most common mental illness in the U.S. 40 million adults suffers And that's amazing number. 40 million people are actually affected by anxiety. So according to an article in the New York Times, nearly one third of Americans will suffer from anxiety in their lifetime. One third. That's amazing. Now, we've done other shows on anxiety, but this is the first time that we're looking just at women and anxiety. Why are we focusing a show on women and anxiety? Because anxiety affects twice as many women as men. And that's kind of interesting, I think. Twice as many women as men. So if you're a guy, don't change the radio station. Because a lot of the information that we're going to share about women will be talking to you too. So we're going to talk about different things to prevent anxiety. So let's think about anxiety more. Anxiety can affect relationships. It can affect jobs, and it can affect the quality of life. You know, and there's a big economic burden to anxiety. I just was amazed at this. One-third of the money spent on mental health costs goes toward treating anxiety. That's a lot of dollars mm-hmm. when we stop and think about it. Actually, it's $42 billion per year is spent in the U.S. treating anxiety. So I think it's time to try to figure out how to get to the bottom of this huge problem. And, you know, you often say, where do we spend this money? Well, it's often spent on doctor's visits, hospitalizations, therapy, prescription drugs. But not once in our research did we find that it is being spent on nutritional therapy. Mm-hmm. Something is missing there. That's right. <laughs> We're going to fill you in. So all 10 of our nutritionists know and believe that anxiety is really a nutrition problem. And that may be that may blow people away right there, that it's actually what you're putting in your mouth. You know, we see clients every day at our Nutritional Weight and Wellness's six offices who are dealing with anxiety. And, and really, it's anxiety disorder when we really stop and think about it. And we help them feel better by eating the right foods. It's just amazing. You guys have already experienced it. But uh, when people come back after that first couple of weeks and they've changed their eating some, they are just amazed. They're amazed at the amount of energy they have. Mm -hmm. And they're also amazed that they are sleeping better and they have less anxiety. Exactly. So I have two nutritionists with me in the studio today. And they have some personal stories about anxiety. And they're going to help give some nutritional solutions to you, our listeners, who are also struggling. Cara Carper is is a licensed nutritionist. And hey, Cara, how long have you now been with Nutritional Weight and Wellness? <laughs> it's been 10 years. 10 years. Can wow. you believe it? I mean, I was 
at the front desk <laughs> 10 that's years ago <laughs> getting my master's. That's where we all start, uh, right? Yeah. right? That's right. <laughs> She's also a certified nutrition specialist. She sees clients and teaches classes, you know, at our Nutritional Weight and Wellness office in Wyzetta and also, and just in Wyzetta. Yeah. And you are a mom of a four-year-old little girl, Olivia. I am. I am. So, Dar- welcome to you. Yeah, it's good to be here with you. This is such an important topic, and I really hope women around the world will hear this podcast. Mm-hmm. We're going to give some statistics on, you know, the prevalence of anxiety in women in the U.S., but we know this is a problem in other countries as well. And compared to men, women suffer from higher rates of depression, panic and anxiety, phobias, insomnia, post-traumatic stress, and eating disorders as well. And personally, I've struggled with many of these issues, including the depression piece, the anxiety, some bouts of panic, and definitely the sleep issues with insomnia. So I really need to pay attention to my nutrition every day to keep these things from recurring. I think it's really nice and and really trusting of you to be able to come on the show and say, you know, I've got some of these personal mm-hmm. and you've struggled with them and you know what works and what doesn't work. I do. And I feel like I can I can help people. I know where they've been. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, also, I'm pleased to have Marcy say your last name. Vasky. Vasky. I did it right the last time. Yes, you did. <laughs> um, Marcy has just completed her master's degree in nutrition and is now seeing clients at the Nutritional Weight and Wellness Office in Wyzetta and also in Maple Grove. Yes. And really, your schedule is already full for Monday, isn't it? It is full. <laughs> I can't believe it. Go. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll, you know, you're going to find her teaching many of the classes. So, Marcy is a mom of seven-year-old twins. Yes. They keep me and busy. And what's their names again? Rowan and Ava. Oh, cute. They yeah. are so cute. They're fun. They love my dog. Yes, we do. Especially Ava. Yeah. (laughs) So Marcy has a very powerful story about how she dealt with anxiety and panic disorder and eating disorder. So Wrap it all together and put a bow on it. (laughs) (laughs) So again, thank you, Marcy, for coming on today and talking about personal things. Yes. Well, I'm happy happy to share all of it. You know, like Carr said, nutrition is something I also need to pay attention to on a daily basis. It helps me remain more calm and focused. It's not something that I can just um, work on for a day. It is actually uh, a thought process. It, it takes a week or a month. It's con- constant maintenance. And uh, for me not to fall back into bad eating habits, that will trigger my anxiety. So mm-hmm. it's a lot more work than popping a pill, isn't it? That is very correct. It's a lot but more thought. Probably you didn't find too much success by popping a pill. No, I didn't. That's why I ended up here. (laughs) We're glad you did. Yes. (laughs) So when we talk about anxiety, some people might not know what the symptoms are. You know, the type of anxiety that women are twice as likely as men to have is general anxiety. I just call it low-grade anxiety. Yeah. You know, with women with this conditions tend to have constant worry and they exaggerated thoughts, you know, they worry about everything, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. everything in their daily life. And they worry about their whatever is going on. And, you know, I always think as they're looking at the glass half empty instead of half yeah. full. Right. Kind of just a <clears throat> negative point of 
of view on on most events and and life Mm -hmm. activities. There's usually physical symptoms that are going to go along with this type of chronic anxiety as well. And can be a number of things. It could be fatigue, could be feeling irritable and angry. You know, whenever I see people driving who seem to have road rage, the first thing I think of is, gosh, they must be feeling really anxious. That's a great point. You know, I hadn't even thought about that before, but that is for sure. I had a client, actually, the reason that I thought about it is because she was talking about, she just quick story about her. She doesn't didn't eat breakfast, Mm -hmm. and she was drinking coffee for a good three to four hours in the morning before getting to work and eating lunch. Wow. And she was talking about how she felt this sense of road rage, and Uh that after she started eating breakfast and cutting back on the coffee, that went away. Wow. Isn't that interesting? So what it was is a low blood sugar attack. Yes, Yes. Yes. It's exactly what it was. You know, and there's some other symptoms that you could be feeling shaky or trembling. Maybe you're going to have a little muscle tightness or muscle tension. Could be sweating or rapid heart rate. Those are also signs of anxiety. And we know anxiety can cause sleep problems. And many women have a hard time falling asleep and staying asleep. That is a constant thing that we work with mm-hmm. with people. Mm-hmm. Sleep. Yes, we they work. all come in. I want to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think that's a kind of an interesting thing, too, when you stop and think about this, is that people come for nutritional counseling to help them sleep. That's their number one goal. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to sleep through the night. I'm tired of sleeping four or five hours or two or three hours or whatever it is. And they're walking around like zombies yep. all day. Their brain doesn't work. They have more anxiety. You know, they're shaky. There are all these things that's going on. That really affects quality of life, yes. is lack of sleep and, mm-hmm. and health as well. So why women? Why are women twice as likely to have all these symptoms that we're talking about of anxiety? I came across, it was an interesting book called The Stressed Sex, Uncovering the Truth About Men, Women, and Mental Health. It was written by a professor of clinical psychology at the University of Oxford. So in his research, what he found is that the demands on women are really high. And we know this, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. usually women are the primary caregivers in the home. And many are also taking care of the house, working at the same time. So what he noted in his book is that women are bombarded with images of kind of this female perfection when it comes to body shape and appearance and you know, all these things just play a role. Well, we, we were talking about that as we were walking up the stairs this morning, weren't we? Yeah. That, you know, women have so many things that they have to make look good, you know, like, can I get oh, your hair Oh, right, done? your right. hair, your, your makeup, yeah. your I know. lipstick on, do I have my lips on? <laughs> it's a lot of work. Plus, we have to take care of the kids and do the cooking and, and clean the make house, the house clean look out. great. That's right. And maybe, Our work never ends. And maybe even mow the lawn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we can't forget a lot of women are doing things like that that as well. You know, I think the bottom line is, you know, women just tend to feel spread so thin and also be very hard on themselves. And when this happens, it's easy to fall into patterns where they are not taking care of themselves nutritionally. Mm -hmm. And it can be such a vicious cycle when it comes to anxiety. Mm -hmm. Marcy, we're going to talk more about that when we come back. It is a time for our break. So you're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. It's interesting to realize that after almost 40 years of following a low-fat diet, 
75% of all young Americans 17 to 24 years of age do not qualify to join the military because either they failed to graduate from high school or have criminal records or are physically unfit. You know, Cara, that was just amazing when I saw that and read that. And it's been in news reports that 75% that is just unbelievable. Of, of really? our young people do not qualify for military. And being overweight or obese turns out to be the leading medical reason why applicants fail to qualify. And the Americans retired generals, admirals, and civilian military leaders recommend that to reduce America's obesity rate, we have to start with the very basics of eating a balanced diet, getting the junk food out of schools. You know, it's, (laughs) it's time to realize that obesity is not only affecting older people, but our young people. And this obesity problem is so much more complex than just getting junk food out of the schools. Um, As a parent, I believe that I'm in charge of my child's food. And to be in charge, most people need more nutrition education. But that's always a surprise, too, for most people is they need more nutrition education. Yes. Yeah. So having this additional knowledge is going to be helpful in fighting this epidemic and We have a great nutrition for weight loss program. It's a series of 12 classes where you can learn the important information most that you most need to become in charge of food and your family's food. Uh, We have a lot of classes starting next week. If you have questions today, give us a call 651-641-1071. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. You know, I love to share some of our success stories from the Nutrition for Weight Loss program. And I have one today. So <laughs> Denise retook the weight and well or the nutrition for weight loss program for she said accountability, motivation, and to learn even more tips about how to eat this way. So what was Denise's success? You know what? She lost sixteen additional pounds and went down two dress sizes and there was more. She now is looking forward to dating again. (laughs) (laughs) So many people take the series two, three, four times, as many times as they need support, accountability, and new food ideas to reach their goal and achieve the results of good health. So next week, we have 11 different classes starting, some in the evening, some during the day. You get to pick the time and the location that best fits you You know, you can go online at weightandwellness.com for more information and to sign up, or you can call 651-699-3438 and ask any and all your questions. Or you can just stop into one of our offices. Mm -hmm. We have six locations, six nutritional weight and wellness locations, and we'll be happy to answer any question you may have. You know, we want it to work for you and your family. And some people take it in two different locations. Yeah, those classes are wonderful, the program. It is. So let's get back to our topic about anxiety. I know, Marcy, you were, we were just kind of talking about all the pressures that women have and we're, we feel pulled in, in different directions, um, you know, and I think that's part of the reason that stems the anxiety, but we know that nutrition is the answer, yes. right, Dar? Yes. You know, really frequently as licensed nutritionists, we meet with uh, women clients who have anxiety. In fact, many of them come in with other health goals in mind. You know, it's usually, 
everybody comes in because they want to lose weight, but then they really have other more important (laughs) issues. And it isn't until they change their eating, what they're actually putting in their mouth, and then they come back in a couple of weeks or so and tell us that a great benefit is that they have less anxiety. Yep. (laughs) Whenever I meet with someone, a client who has anxiety, one of the first things that I ask is, what are you eating for breakfast? Exactly. Do you guys do the same thing? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. You know, because first of all, skipping breakfast sets the stage for uneven moods and those panicky feelings you get throughout the day. But eating a breakfast that's high in processed carbohydrates also can set the stage for anxiety. I used to think I was eating a healthy breakfast, as many people do. And, you know, in my teen years and early 20s, I knew I had a milk allergy. So I'd switched over to soy milk instead of regular cow's milk. And so kind of a common breakfast for me was Cheerios uh, with my soy milk. Sometimes I would put banana on the cereal, and I thought that was healthy. You know, this brings something to mind that cereal is not a breakfast of champions. No, no. (laughs) But it may, for many people, be a breakfast of anxiety. So if you're eating two cups of cereal, you know, that's pretty easy to pour that into a bowl. Your breakfast adds up to about 20 teaspoons of sugar coming Mm. from that cereal and if it's soy milk or skim milk and a banana, mm-hmm. you know, which means that your blood sugar spikes up high and then crashes within a couple of hours. And that could be, you know, you might experience road rage at that right, point. Right, right. You know, so it definitely can cause anxiety and make it hard to focus. And actually it's hard to have energy, you know, during your high school time, during college time, or even on a work work. Right. Job. For anybody having that type of a breakfast, they would have that crash in energy. You know, going back to men, my my uh, my brother and, and sister-in-law own a construction company. You know, they're house builders. And my brother would be also always frustrated when his worker guys would come and not eat breakfast because then they would have no energy. Oh, sure. Exactly. You can probably see <laughs> so it. So it, it affects everyone. Yeah. Not just teens and, and not just you know, women in their 20s. It's all ages. Mm -hmm. Um, Another breakfast of mine that I thought was healthy in college was making a shake in the dorm room. Um, So I used my soy milk. I put tofu in and a banana. So, Marcy, it's like, what was I doing? What were you doing? (laughs) You know, we know soy milk and tofu are those processed forms that we don't recommend. Plus, most of your smoothie was carbohydrates. Again, yeah. Yes. So just like me, you probably didn't know at the time how important those good proteins and the healthy fats that we want to get in and are and the more natural forms of carbohydrates like fruits and vegetables mm-hmm. were. So Marcy, you know, what's what's a give us an example of what a good mood breakfast looks like. You know, especially for young women who are finishing up high school or maybe they're starting college or maybe their first job. And they're looking for something that's kind of simple. You know, they didn't want to cook a lot. That's right. Well, you know, we have a really good one. Uh, A lot of our nutritional weight and wellness clients and class members love our protein shake recipe. This recipe has, it's full of plain full fat yogurt. It has the whey protein powder, the full fat coconut milk, and fruit. And it's actually on our website at weightandwellness.com, and it's under recipes. So you should check it Mm -hmm. out. And if somebody has a dairy sensitivity, the recipe will tell you how to modify it to get rid of the yogurt. So it's it's really good. I wish I'd known how to make a more balanced smoothie when I was in college. 
But, you know, Marcy, you've shared before that your anxiety started when you were a young child. For people that didn't hear you when you were on the radio last time, can you just talk about this some more? Sure. Um, You know, I... It wasn't until, you know, a lot later in my life, and especially now with understanding how nutrition plays a role in our moods, that I have had anxiety for most of my life. And being dairy sensitive, it really set my gut up to being very sick. And I really can clearly remember having a tummy ache most every day as a kid. And that was just my outward sign of anxiety. So you actually, even as a child, a young child, so, like, when you were five, six, going to school, maybe kindergarten, first grade? Maybe around that age, yeah. And then you felt like your stomach was... Just not right. I just had a bellyache a lot. And I think, you know, I was I worried? And, you know, my gut was not feeling good. And so I think I just, you know, got worried about stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember a lot, you know, babysitting. That mm-hmm. caused me lots of anxiety because... I don't even know why, but my gut was sick, and Mm -hmm. I just had all this anxiety about simple things. Mm -hmm. Well, I think when you are sensitive to a food and you're putting it in on a daily basis, and you have this underlying, uh, it's not anxiety, it's underlying feeling sick all the time, Right. Mm -hmm. that suddenly you don't know when you're going to go and do something, whether you're going to be able to feel good and not feel a little nauseous. Right. And then that sets up the anxiety. Exactly. So when we stop and think about some of these, where does anxiety get started? You know, I think most people think that a lot of what we've heard in the past is that the anxiety gets started from, you know, an event in your life. Right. Well, that event could be a food sensitivity. Mm-hmm. Very much. You know, yeah. I think this is so much, you know, people don't even think in terms of that. No. But I think, you know, if you think back at that point, if um, everybody would have been tuned in and they would have said, okay, let's not have you do milk in the morning or, I don't know, yogurt. Right. I mean, any, any of, of those things, things. If, you, if you're dairy sensitive. And don't you find this too is a lot of times when people... Say when we say no more dairy, no more, and then they say, but but what about yogurt? Isn't that supposed to be good for right. your intest- intestinal tract? Exactly. And I say, yeah, it is for some people, but not for not for you, not if yeah. you're sensitive to it. Right. So yeah, I I think it's a whole new way of thinking about anxiety, isn't it? It is for and, sure. And the, you mm-hmm. you really can relate to that. Yes, I can. So <laughs> you'll be asking the first question. What, what do you think you're sensitive to for there food? There we go. <laughs> exactly. So you're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. You know, tomorrow is a very special day for all moms, grandmothers, and great-grandmothers. If you're dashing around and wondering, what can I get mom this year? I have several ideas. How about the Weight and Wellness Cookbook and Nutrition Guide? Or maybe a two-hour initial appointment? Or another idea, how about a gift bag with Weight and Wellness protein in it? our wonderful magnesium glycinate, and maybe a bottle of omega-3 fatty acids. You know, you can stop into any of our six nutrition, nutritional weight and wellness locations, or you can order a gift certificate online or by calling just 651-699-3438. A gift that helps mom feel better is really a very special gift. And we'll be right back. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. The hot summer weather is just getting started, and the extra pounds that you may be carrying, you know, maybe it's 30 pounds, 50, 
or 60 or even 100 pounds makes it even feel more hot for you. We know that sugar increases the frequency and intensity of hot flashes and actually warms up the body. So let's face it, I have learned there are no quick fixes in the world of weight loss, but there is a scientifically based real food plan that works, and it's called Nutrition for Weight Loss. It takes nutrition to get your metabolism out of neutral and into first gear. Eating real food several times a day will let you enjoy those Minnesota summers. So call us at 651-699-3438, and we will share all the details. So we're going back and start talking a little bit more about anxiety this morning. Yeah. we Marcy had shared that her anxiety as a child really stemmed from the casein and the the lactose, the dairy intolerance, but she was eating it. So, you know, I know, Marcy, you were not the only child struggling with a mood disorder stemming from an unhealthy gut while eating a food that you your body didn't like. And in fact, Dr. David Perlmutter, he states in his book, Grain Brain, that depression and anxiety are often severe in patients with gluten and dairy sensitivities. And I think it's nice to know, Cara, that it's, you know, David Perlmutter, he is, he's trained as a neurologist. Yes, thank you for saying that. Yep. And I think people think, oh, well, who is he? Well, mm-hmm. he's written many books. Oh, actually. yeah. He's got amazing information and research and a, and a practice. And he says that these foods like gluten and dairy can actually block brain chemicals such as serotonin, which we really need for good moods. That's right. You know, his research also found that when people eliminated the gluten and the dairy, that many times their mood disorders, such as anxiety, actually went away. You know, he also gives some surprising information about how common anxiety is in adolescence. You know, from the year 2001 to 2010, you know, 10 years, the use of anti, anti-anxiety medication increased by 45% in teenage girls Wow, and 37% in teenage men. Wow. If you think about the typical teenage diet, cereal for breakfast, just like I used to eat, Mm -hmm. and then maybe snacking during the day on junk food like chips, pretzels, guzzling soda or energy drinks. And those are actually really high in both sugar and caffeine. So it doesn't surprise me to hear about the increase in anxiety because as our diets have gotten worse, our anxiety has gone up. Well, you know, when you talk about energy drinks, yeah, I mean, this yeah. is a this is a perfect bottle of stuff to drink if you want to have anxiety. It is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's horrible. Sugar, caffeine, oh. and just sets the Stimulants. stage for anxiety all, kinds all of day stimulant. long. Mm-hmm. So, Marcy, you said there was a connection between your dairy intolerance or your sensitivity to milk and yogurt and all those and your tummy aches, basically. Yes. And anxiety as a child. Um, As you got into your teen years, tell us, tell our listeners about your anxiety at that point in your life. More about what was going on when you were a teenager. Right. So, you know, into my teen years, you know, peer pressure increased, responsibilities, you know, academically and athletically increased. And, you know, I had even more stomach aches, which then led to constipation, right, and Mm -hmm. disordered eating. So this was all, you know, a cycle of setting my stage for the anxiety to continue. You know, I began to restrict and I had a lot of rules around my food. 
And that only made my gut worse and more sick. And then with the lack of good neurotransmitters, I was more anxious and just never getting my way out of it, just in that constant cycle. And, you know, when people look at you and they say, this is such a capable woman today. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard to believe that you've had struggled with these things. Right. To be, you know, you know, when you think back, do you know, remember at all what you were maybe eating for breakfast or were you not eating breakfast at all? Oh, I know what I was eating for breakfast. I had a piece of one piece of toast with uh, a little tiny bit of peanut butter and bananas on top. Okay. That was Mm -hmm. my breakfast. So when you you broke that down, probably the peanut the uh, the banana was probably okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but the bread probably was causing, you know, it is cause cause stomach di- distress. Probably, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure it was. Yeah, and just, just not enough protein or fat nothing. in that type of breakfast <laughs> no, either. It's a lot of mostly much. carbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're probably having some blood sugar issues and, and the like we talked about that crash in blood sugar That's can right. certainly lead to oh, anxiety. Sure. So Marcy, you and I are both moms to young children and I just like to talk for a little bit about struggles that many other moms may be having with getting in the right nutrition to prevent anxiety. So whether you are a mother who stays home with your kids, works part time or full time, You'll probably feel you probably feel the pressure of being pulled in a lot of different directions. Probably. And you know, I think the other part is that, you know, moms don't have enough food put aside for themselves. (laughs) And it's a trick to do that, as any busy person knows. You know, they have so many different roles that they're playing. They're often trying to be superheroes, juggling lots of responsibilities. And As a licensed nutritionist with about 30 years of experience, the most common thing I see with clients who have children is they're skipping meals, and it sets them up for more anxiety. And, you know, I think, let's talk about, just before we go on, Mm -hmm. let's talk about what if you are a mom and you are skipping meals. I, Lee taught me one trick, and she even helps me do this sometimes. (laughs) We make up nine protein shakes at once, and I put them in the freezer. Because I'm always here or there in meetings, you know, counseling clients. Mm-hmm. And whenever I need something, I can grab one of those out of the freezer, let it thaw, and I've got a meal or a snack, and it's perfect. Now, I didn't think about making up nine or 12 of those before mm-hmm. Oralee told me to do that or has helped me do it. Yeah. Actually, she's done it for me a couple of times. <laughs> But, you know, such a simple thing. If you're making one, you might as well make right. 10. Well, that's it doesn't right. take much more time. You just need all the ingredients. That's really smart. Yeah, it's a great idea. Mm-hmm. So, Marcy, you kind of have a little bit of a story about, you know, having kids and mm-hmm. how, you, how you've how you managed all that. Well, you know, I am a mom of twins. And, twins. Uh, yeah, so like all moms, I think we're all, you know, stressed in general, but... M- you know, being a mom with twins and uh, a person with anxiety, it was very overwhelming <laughs> when they came home. <laughs> um, you know, and I really just have focused all on them. Everything was for them. And, um, you know, by the time I brought those teeny tiny people home, I, I was a mess, um, but was working really hard to keep it together. Um, you know, I'm I uh, I'm sure people that were close to me during that time had a lot of stories about my anxiety level. But I have one story in general that kind of just 
took me that I even when I talk about it now, I get a little angst just thinking about it. But they were home for like a couple of weeks and I uh, Ava or, you know, my daughter got constipated and the nurse had gave me like a suppository to do, give to her if that happened. And I thought, I just can't do this. This is too much and this is going to just be too much for her. And I just laid on the floor and cried. And I thought, I am, this is anxiety overload. And <laughs> as I look back on it, I can realize that I just wasn't eating. You know, I just mm-hmm. wasn't taking the time to eat. And, sure. um, you know, maybe a banana, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yep. Marcy, I can, I sympathize with you. Um, do you, will you be able to share more about that when we come back from break? Yes. Just kind of that time in your life. Right. It's time for our last break here. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. And as we know, spring is finally here. But for many people, that brings on allergies. You might find yourself suffering from a stuffy or runny nose, itchy or watery eyes, or even a pounding headache or sneezing attacks. So I'd like to recommend a great product. Dehist. It's a natural antihistamine that will not make you sleepy, has no side effects. And this natural product called Dehist contains quercetin, vitamin C, bromelain, and stinging nettles. So it calms the immune system and it prevents an overreaction to pollen. Dehist has been used for over 20 years by our clients with amazing results. I actually use it. And it's the only thing that got me off Claritin. Oh, wow. Very good. If you have questions today, call us at 651-641-1071. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. And I am proud to announce that Marcy has completed all of her master's degree requirements. Yay. Yes. Her 900 hours of internship... Plus many, many more. Yes. <laughs> her nutrition education teacher training, her consular training with me, and she'll start to see clients this month. In fact, Marcy, you know, you are already booked on Monday, I <laughs> believe. I am booked. Nice and full book, it looks like. Congratulations. So, yeah, thank great. you. In addition to all the nutrition science background, Marcy has had a lot of life experiences and can relate to your problems and issues. So, especially for anxiety, I'm I'm going to say eating disorders. Mm-hmm. And I encourage you to make an appointment. So just call 651-699-3438 to set up a time. If you have a digestive problem, Marcy is the nutritionist for you. <laughs> I just might be. <laughs> know a thing or two. So, you know, we also should mention the menopause seminar, shouldn't we? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's coming up next Saturday, May 16th, and I know you and Tina will be teaching women how to get through perimenopause and menopause comfortably. Eat real food. That's it. So this will be our fourth time we've offered this seminar, and I found we needed a larger classroom. So we will be at a very comfortable location at the Brackets Crossing Country Club in Lakeville. In addition to information about controlling hot flashes naturally, We'll also talk about mood swings, vaginal dryness, weight gain, and the health risk of HRT, hormone replacement therapy. Real food can and is the real answer to menopause symptoms. So to sign up, just call us at 651-699-3438, or you can go online at weightandwellness.com and sign up. 
So, so let's just answer. We had a couple of questions over break that I'm um, people are not on the line, but mm-hmm. somebody wanted to know where they could purchase the dehist we talked about that mm-hmm. was for allergies. Um, and that product is you can get that at all six of our nutritional weight and wellness offices. You can also purchase the product on our website, weightandwellness.com, under products. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had another question. Somebody just wanted a reminder of what that book was we were referring to. It's called Grain Brain by Dr. David Perlmutter, P-E-R-L-M-U-T-T-E-R. Very and good. Is the name. And I think Dr. Perlmutter got very interested in this topic because his father, who had been a doctor at one time, now has Alzheimer's. Oh, yes. Wow. I did read that in mm-hmm. in his book. That's right. Marcy, just um, just kind of to follow up in the dehist, you were telling us over break that yeah, I actually have used the dehist. I um, funny enough, before the last radio show was my first one, so I was getting a little uh, anxiety around that, and I actually <laughs> um, got hives. And so the dehist saved me, though. I took a couple. I actually ended up taking four in the end, but after the first two, they definitely subsided. So it works for that kind of stuff. Too. That's yep. really good to know. Yep. So just to you know, kind of summarize what we were talking about before break and Marcy's situation with her, you know, just being a mom of twins and just all the pulled in the different directions and some of the anxiety you experience. I think the biggest thing for for anybody, but especially for moms, it's eating frequent balanced meals is really the most important thing that we can do for ourselves to balance our mood. So it might seem like there's just not enough time to eat a good breakfast or prepare an afternoon snack. Um, But putting nutrition as a low priority is just not the answer. I know this firsthand as well. That's right. So when you had Olivia, oh yeah, I mean, you still have Olivia. (laughs) When when she was born. But when you brought her home. Yeah. (laughs) Did this happen to you too? It did. You know, I found it really difficult, especially at the beginning when she was an infant, I found it difficult to get enough meals and snacks in to prevent my anxiety from coming back, which it does anytime I skip meals and snacks or I'm not eating, you know, enough protein, enough healthy fats and veggies. But the day would fly by and I would realize, oh my gosh, I've only eaten two meals today or maybe three meals, no snacks. I would feel shaky, irritable, I would often get a headache and it definitely affected my moods. And it was, most of that was from low blood sugar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I think most women feel the best when they eat three meals and two or three snacks. Mm-hmm. And that's a big request that we make for people. It I is. mean, that's hard for women yeah. to do. But we know that protein and healthy fats are the key things to prevent low blood sugar. That kind of, that everybody experiences. Yeah. That. Yep. That's exactly. right. And, you know, to manage my own anxiety, I I really do need to eat, you know, at least five times a day and have to get in enough protein. I find definitely if I don't eat that protein, that anxiety wants to come raging back, Um, you know, and and get plenty of the good fat, avoid all that junk food, you know, and most of my carbohydrates are vegetables and fruit. And I actually I stopped eating all the processed carbs like the bagels, the chips and the crackers. Mm-hmm. Quite a long time ago. And that's because it just upsets your stomach? Yes. And created more and anxiety. created more anxiety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about protein, it's the protein in things like eggs, chicken, beef, turkey. That helps all of us to make more serotonin. And serotonin is just a happy, feel-good chemical that pr- helps prevent anxiety. 
people with anxiety are usually low in serotonin. So eating protein several times a day is just going to make us feel better. Yeah, and the healthy fats prevent the body sugar from dropping too low. So avocados, Mm -hmm. olives, nuts, butter, olive oil, and coconut oil really should be included at every meal or snack. You know, one of the things that we always say to people is, Eat a half an avocado before you go to bed mm-hmm. and you'll sleep better. Mm-hmm. And people look at us like, what are you saying? <laughs> so again, when women, and that's who goes on these low calorie diets, you know, these diets are low in protein and definitely low in fat. And a lot of them don't have any fat. And I bet listeners can even think of a time when they went on a low calorie starvation type of diet and their anxiety just went way up. Mm-hmm. And Dar, I can think of a specific age group of women who are really prone to having anxiety because of that low calorie and low fat eating. And it's seniors, Mm -hmm. you know, seniors really can struggle with anxiety and mood issues from just not eating enough or eating enough of the right things. Uh, They they eat that that piece of toast with just a tiny little bit of peanut butter on it. Yeah, right. That's right. Yeah, or margarine or some kind of unhealthy fat. You know, and they may not even be aware that the foods they're choosing are low calorie or low fat, but it is common to hear about women in their 60s and their 70s and 80s, you know, eating a muffin for breakfast, soup for lunch, and that half a sandwich for dinner. Mm -hmm. And they think that's going to be good. (laughs) So we just have like a couple minutes left, but you know... Dar, I I never put you in that age category because you seem so young, but you know, I, you, I guess, would technically be a yeah, senior. Probably one of those, <laughs> one of those <laughs> but, numbers. <laughs> could you just tell could, tell listeners an example of what you might eat for breakfast? I mean, I do. I eat every, almost every day a couple of eggs with two, two well, it's one long strip of bacon. And then mm-hmm. my dog gets the other one half. <laughs> and then I eat a couple of vegetables. You know, I eat something like broccoli or cauliflower or spinach or kale. And then I usually eat like a little bit of sweet potato or carrots. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I use the bacon fat Mm -hmm. and it's healthy. And you know what my cholesterol was? The total? 174. Oh, my goodness. So Uh that. And my LDL was 100. Wow. Great numbers. Bacon bacon is okay. Bacon is okay. And eggs. We know that. It's so important for all ages to eat that way. But, you know, as people get older, their muscles really have a, a greater need for protein to keep from wasting away. The brains need the healthy fats to avoid common brain conditions like Alzheimer's. So we really need these nutrients. We really do. And at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, we always state that food is our first priority. But sometimes it is hard to get all the nutrients we need from our food. So if mm-hmm. you're struggling with anxiety... Um, there may be a couple supplement, supplements that mm-hmm. can decrease symptoms. Yep. Oh, it looks like the music's oh. there. Magnesium glycinate is mm-hmm. one. L-theanine. L-theanine is an amino acid, but sorry, we're running out of time yeah. to talk well, about Well, thanks for listening today. And Marcy, thank you. Thank you. Thanks and for having me. Cara, thank you. Happy Mother's, Mother's Day, everyone. Yes. Happy Mother's thank Day. You. I love you. All is groovy. Thanks for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Statements made with respect to products have not been evaluated by the FDA.